Thanks for listening to the Revival Today podcast with evangelist Jonathan Shuttlesworth. To stay connected, check us out on Instagram, Facebook, or online at revivaltoday.com. Now, here's evangelist Jonathan. Welcome to an unseasonably warm Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I'm Jonathan Shuttlesworth, joined with my wife's twin sister, Magalis Griffiths. Hello, all. And we're live with you on Dish Channel 267 and then 376 on Direct TV. 34 million homes in the United States, and I'm glad to be with you. We're here every day, 1230 Eastern Time to 1 p.m. And uh, if you want to join me an hour before that for a bonus, and you haven't already, follow me on Facebook. Just look up Jonathan Shuttlesworth, and then on YouTube as well, Jonathan Shuttlesworth. All our past teachings, if you've enjoyed our preaching, is on there on all kinds of subjects. What to do when you're going through the darkest time of your life. On down the line. So it's all on demand on our YouTube for free. Jonathan Shuttlesworth. All the information's there at the bottom. I'm so happy that you're with us. In fact, to prove to you that I'm not just blowing smoke, I will take, since we're talking about healing all this, this month of February, these are all of my... Preachings, I don't know if that's a word, but these are all my preachings on healing on a flash drive. So if you have a car that was built like in the last four to six years and it's got that little slot, you just plug this card in and this has probably six CDs, eight CDs worth of preaching on the subject of divine healing. I'll send that to the first 10 people that call our office totally free. So there's the number, 412-440-1412. Got friendly co-laborers in the gospel ready to take your call right at our office uh, that we just built the call center about 10 minutes from here. 412-440-1412. I'm glad you're with me. And if you're sick in your body, I want you to know we've taken this whole month to teach on dominion over all sickness and disease and pray for the sick. And all kinds of testimonies have been coming in already. We had a lady uh, that called in on Skype who had arthritis in her knee, barely able to walk. Her husband would have to help her to her feet. The arthritis immediately cleared out. She walked totally pain-free. We had a lady get up out of a wheelchair in a live meeting about uh, 30 minutes from here during our prayer and fasting meetings just while I was preaching. So I talked to her after. She got out of the wheelchair so easy, I just assumed she hadn't been in it that long. And I talked to her, and she said, I haven't been able to go to church for 30 years because of this condition. Somebody got her out of the house, got her to hear the word of God, and the Lord broke her out of that captivity. I want you to know, if you don't know anything about me, this is all you need to know. I've taken the time and the money to get on TV because I can't reach everybody in Nevada and Arizona and Montana. But now with this, I can. So I'm here for you. This is so you can enjoy my little thing that I do. I want everybody that's watching, saved or unsaved, you don't have to go through hell while you live on this earth. Jesus said in John 10, 10, the thief cometh not, but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Everything that has worked against you to make life miserable. When you wake up in the morning, you wish the day was over. When the day's over, you wish it was morning. You just hate, I mean, life has turned in to a drudgery. That's not why God put you on this earth. God's going to heal you today. If you're not saved, God will save you. And then God will show you what your part is to play in this thing called the Great Commission, where this generation that's been marked for destruction, now with infanticide, 
not just abortion, where they want to be able to kill a kid after they're out of the womb. The devil wants people dead. But God's not only going to rescue your life, God will anoint you with the Holy Ghost and fire and use you to rescue this generation that's been marked for destruction. I want you, if you have your Bible, Dominion Over All Sickness and Disease, Part 4. Turn to Galatians chapter 3. When you understand this, sickness and disease will never make you its slave. You'll be able to make sickness and disease your slave. That's what the Bible teaches. You will lay your hands on the sick and the sick will recover. That's domination. That's not just you being healthy. That's the ability to dominate sickness and disease. Galatians 3, beginning to read at verse 6. I'll have you read, uh, read 6 through 12. In the same way Abraham believed God and God counted him as righteous because of his faith, the real children of Abraham then are those who put their faith in God. What's more, the scriptures looked forward to this time when God would make the Gentiles right in his sight because of their faith. God proclaimed this good news to Abraham long ago when he said, all nations will be blessed through you. So all who put their faith in Christ share the same blessing Abraham received because of his faith. But those who depend on the law to make them right with God are under his curse. For the scriptures say, cursed is everyone who does not observe and obey all the commandments that are written in God's book of the law. So it is clear that no one can be made right with, with God by trying to keep the law. For the scriptures say, it is through faith that a righteous person has life. This way of faith is very different from the way of the law which says it is through obeying the law that a person has life. Now, this next scripture is the pinnacle scripture of the Bible. And I don't say that lightly. This is like ground zero. And then you go out of it from there. This is where the the whole book hinges right here. Galatians 3.13, go ahead. But Christ has rescued us from the curse pronounced by the law. When he was hung on the cross, he took upon himself the curse for our wrongdoing. For it is written in the scripture, cursed is everyone who is hung on a tree. Verse 14. Through Christ Jesus, God has blessed the Gentiles with the same blessing he promised Abraham, so that we who are believers might receive the promised Holy Spirit through faith. So here's Galatians 3.13. One more time. Listen very carefully. Pinnacle scripture of the Bible, Galatians 3.13. But Christ has rescued us from the curse pronounced by the law. When he was hung on the cross, he took upon himself the curse for our wrongdoing. For it is written in the scriptures, cursed is everyone who is hung on a tree. Christ in the King James, Christ hath redeemed us. So notice that. Because many of you that go to church, go to churches where they say, how many of you know our bodies ache right now, but one day in heaven, we won't have to deal with sickness anymore. But I want you to see something. It doesn't say Christ will redeem us from the curse of the law. It doesn't say Christ is redeeming us. From the curse of the law. It says Christ hath. Christ has already redeemed us from all. from Not some of it. Christ has already redeemed me and you. From all. A-L-L. All the curse of the law. When he was hung on the cross. He was made a curse for us. For it is written cursed is everyone. That hangeth on a tree. Here's the notes. Redeemed us. In the Greek, to buy from, to redeem. Mm. Christ has brought us back from the curse of the law. 
We are no longer in bondage to it, sold as a slave to the law and its death penalty. Christ has freed us from all these things, being made a curse for us. He was made an atonement for us. Whatever was offered as the atonement for sin was considered as bearing the punishment due to sin. Listen to this. If sin, sickness, pain, sufferings, death, and all the effects of sin were a part of the curse and the result of it, then they are all atoned for and removed from us as part of God's plan. Mm. But Christ hath redeemed us from all the curse of the law. Now, if you don't know what the curse of the law is, then that's not going to mean much to you. Mm -hmm. It's like if somebody told me, hey, by the way, Jonathan, um, they just made a ruling in government that you, Jonathan, you no longer are under Section 1, Code 26C (laughs) of the Pennsylvania Code System. I don't know what that is. So I would just say, uh, thank you, I guess. And I think that's how most people are with the, oh, great. Whatever that curse of the law is, it sounds like it's probably not good. So I'm glad I'm redeemed from it. But you know what? I'll save you four years of Bible school. Yeah. And these days, about 150 grand in tuition. You can go back and see specifically what's listed in the curse of the law. Yeah. And then when you read that, the Bible says that's what Christ redeemed us from. Hallelujah. I want everybody that's listening to me to understand something very clearly. Crucifixion was supposed to take three to four days to kill the person. It was not designed to be a quick death. It's not the electric chair. It's not lethal injection. It was cruel and unusual punishment designed that the person hang there like the most excruciating death that you could die over a long time. Jesus died in a handful of hours, so much so that the... Roman executioner said he couldn't have died that quick. And they took the spear and jammed it up through his side. Why did Jesus die so quickly? He did not just hang there to die. The Bible says when he hung on that cross, he took on himself the curse of our wrongdoing, bore in his body the curse of the law. Take your Bible and turn to Deuteronomy 28. Now, Deuteronomy 28, I'll give you time to turn there, is broken into two sections. Number one, verses 1 through 14, the blessings for obedience. Then beginning at verse 15. In fact, in this old King James Bible I have here, this big black one, it might even say it in the subheading. Curse of the law. So this is not my interpretation that I think this is what the curse of the lies. This will say in many of your Bibles right over verse 15, curse of the law. This is what came that's noted as the curse of the law, verse 15. But if you, if you refuse to listen to the Lord your God and do not obey all the commands and decrees that I'm giving you today, all these curses will come and overwhelm you. Your towns and your fields will be cursed. Your fruit baskets and breadboards will be cursed. Your children and your crops will be cursed. The offspring of your herds and flocks will be cursed. Wherever you go and whatever you do, you will be cursed. The Lord will allow curses, confusion, and frustration in everything you do until at last 
you're completely destroyed for doing evil and abandoning me. The Lord will allow, listen to this, what is in the curse of the law? Deuteronomy 28, 21. The Lord will afflict you, will allow you to be afflicted with diseases until none of you are left in the land. You're about to enter and occupy. So what does the Bible say? Part of the curse of the law is diseases. Mm-hmm. Verse 22. The Lord will allow you to be stricken with wasting diseases. That's diseases that eat your body away. Fever, inflammation, scorching heat, drought, blight, and mildew, which speaks of virus and bacteria. These disasters will pursue you until you die. So disease pursuing you until you die is listed specifically in the Bible as part of the curse of the law for the sake of time. Verse 27. The Lord will allow you to be afflicted with the boils of Egypt, with tumors, cancer. So tumors and cancer are listed not as a blessing. They're listed as part of the curse. And from the itch from which you cannot be cured, the Lord will allow you to be stricken with madness, mental problems, blindness, and panic, panic attacks, anxiety attacks, inability to control your thoughts, listed as part of the curse of the law. You will grope around in broad daylight like a blind person groping in the darkness, but you will not find your way. You will be oppressed and robbed continually, and no one will come to save you for the sake of time. Go down to verse 58. This is still under the curse of the law. But if you refuse to obey all the words and instructions that are written in this book and do not fear the glorious and awesome name of the Lord your God, then the Lord, what will happen? What's part of the curse? The Lord will allow you to be overwhelmed, both you and your children, with indescribable plagues. And remember, in the Bible, plagues are incurable sickness and disease. These plagues will be intense and without relief incurable, making you miserable and unbearably sick. You will be afflicted with all the diseases of Egypt that you feared so much, and you'll have no relief. The Lord will allow you to be afflicted with every sickness and disease there is, even those not mentioned in this book of the law. So what, according to the Bible, what is the curse of the law? Every sickness and disease there is, even those not specifically mentioned in the curse of the law. Sickness and disease. If you would turn to Deuteronomy or uh, Galatians 3.13. Sickness and disease. All sickness and disease, even those not mentioned in this book, are specifically listed as part of the curse of the law. But what does Galatians 3.13 say? But Christ has rescued us from the curse pronounced by the law. When he was hung on the cross, he took upon himself the curse for our wrongdoings. But Christ has redeemed us. Many of you went to church. All they told you. How many of you know Jesus died for our sins? Yes, he did. But you're leaving out a lot of it. Christ, when he hung on that cross, became a curse for our wrongdoing. He bore the curse of the law. 
But Christ Hallelujah. hath redeemed us. Yes. Not from just our sin. Mm-hmm. From all the curse of the law. Being made a curse for us. For it is written in the scriptures, cursed is everything that is hung on a tree. When Jesus hung on that cross, he bore, that's why he died in four hours instead of four days. Because all the tumors that were meant for me, all the blood disease that was meant for me, all the organ failure that was meant for me, that was laid on him. And it's illegal to lay on me. What Jesus already had laid on him in my place. Don't you let any dummy deceive you. We all live in this world, but we all don't walk the same path. There is a path of the wicked that is broad for the many that choose the easy way. The curse flows on that path. But there is a straight and narrow path that I walk on, that I'm praying that you walk on today. That when you walk on that path, not only does that path lead to heaven, on that path, the waters, the healing waters of God flow on that path. There's an old song they used to sing. I see a crimson stream of blood that flows from Calvary. It's waves that reach the throne of God are flowing over me. On the spur of the moment, Rom, I'm going to ask you to get that clip queued up of the lady that got out of the wheelchair about three weeks back. If you're not able to do it, I know I'm not giving you any notice. So, oh, it's good to go. What a, what a great crew. Now, I'm going to show you this so now you know it's not just me blowing smoke. I want you to see the power because I want you to notice. I don't pray for this lady. This lady is just hearing God's word. God's word is healing medicine. Attend unto my word, Proverbs 4. For it is life unto your flesh and radiant health and strength unto your bones. God's word carries God's power. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Why? For it is the power of God at work. That's why some of you are listening to me right now. You can barely stay in your seat. You feel, I'm telling you, don't stay in your seat. Jump up, move what you couldn't move, do what you couldn't do. Jesus paid the price 2,000 years ago. It already belongs to you. And when you preach it, God confirms it. Watch what happened in Pittsburgh. I'll be on on the other side of it. What's going on with you? I don't think you're supposed to be able to do that. She did it by her own faith. As you walk, you get stronger. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Look at you. hadn't been to church in 30 years, wheelchair bound, and listening to the message, didn't even get to the altar call, stood up and you saw just like the book of Acts, first stood barely, then walked barely, 
then began to move quickly as the Lord did that in about 30 seconds. Let me tell you something. That didn't happen because of my anointing. That happened from Jesus Christ watching over his word that when you believe it, it is accounted unto them as faith. And Abraham believed God and God accounted it as righteousness unto him. And his body grew strong, Romans 4, and was empowered by faith. When you believe it, you become it. And that's happening right now. In fact, I'm going to do things in reverse order. Everybody lift your hands right now. Everybody in your room, in your kitchen, in your bed, there's not, you're not going to call that number to have somebody pray. There will be no further prayer required. I believe there's people being healed now. If you have a growth, put your hand on it. That sucker is going to die now. Cancer drops out of your body for free. It's part of the curse. And Jesus came and anointed us to destroy the works of the devil, to set the captives free. That's why, that's why I'm on TV. I'm not on here to do a show. I'm on here that people that are housebound, like that lady, your life's miserable. Jesus redeemed you from that curse. It's time to take it today. Today. You don't have to wait one more day. With your right hand on the afflicted area. You got several things, put it on top of your head. Lift the other hand to God. Underneath your right hand right now. Passes the power of the Holy Ghost. The same quickening spirit that raised that woman out of a wheelchair with no prayer raises you up in your house right now. In Jesus' name, I curse every sickness and disease in the sound of my voice. Let go of God's people. Let go of every viewer right now. Now, in Jesus' name, every spirit of infirmity come out. In Jesus' name. Now just lift both hands to God and thank him that it's done. Begin to move what you couldn't move. Begin to do what you couldn't do. Enough's enough. Jesus did this 2,000 years ago. Somebody show me one reason in the Bible why you have to be sick for two more minutes. Be healed. Be healed. Be healed. Be healed. You ever wonder why they call us Bible thumpers? I'm responsible. Be healed. You're too valuable to be sick. You're too handsome to be diseased. You're too pretty to be full of infirmity. Be healed in Jesus' name. There's people watching right now. The reason the curse has been able to operate in your life is you've never received Jesus. Let me tell you something. If you don't receive Jesus Christ, you can call every 800 number that's on this channel from now till Jesus comes. Life will never get better. Life will get worse. You can have every preacher on TV praying for you and and their wives. Nothing will get better until you surrender your life to Jesus Christ. I want you to do that right now. Driving on Interstate 95 in Maine. I I know where that is, Susan. I used to live off of Interstate 95 when I first got married. Look at people praising the Lord on Facebook, on YouTube, on Periscope. Be well. Now, if you need to be saved, what good is it to have a healed body and go to hell? Jesus said it would be better to go to heaven with one eye than hell with two. That's Jesus talking. The main reason I'm on here is for souls. Jesus is coming very soon. You see what's going on in the Middle East? This is not a day to be unsure if you're ready for heaven or not. I want you to pray with me right now. Say this out loud so God can hear you. Heavenly Father... 
I surrender my life to you. Forgive me of my sins. I believe in my heart. You raised Jesus from the dead. I confess with my mouth. Jesus Christ is Lord and my Savior. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus. Fill me with your power in Jesus' name. Now declare this. I'm saved. I'm forgiven. And I'm on my way to heaven. In Jesus' name. Welcome to the family of God. But what delinquent parent would say to a newborn, best of luck. I want to take care of you. I want to see to it that you're taken care of. I have a CD set that I made just for people who just got saved. This is not it, but it looks like it. So just pretend it's it. I'm going to mail it out to you today, but I'm not going to stay in a room and pray in tongues for three hours asking the Lord to tell me your name and address. So just would you make it easy on me? I have a wife and kid. You know, I'd like to spend some time with them. They're going to put a number up on the screen right now. 412-440-1412. 412-440-1412. Call that number. I got our own people standing, waiting to take your call, and then send you. Hallelujah. My knee is finally moving with no pain. Last week something happened to my knee. Not sure what it was, but it was very painful to move until right now. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Please call now. I want to send you that CD, 412-440-1412. we got one minute left. I'll use the final 60 seconds I have to give those of you who I know would like to partner with our ministry but just haven't done it yet. There's people watching me. You listen to me and say, man, I don't think people preach like this anymore. Well, now you know some do, and what are you going to do? You're going to just enjoy it and say amen and wave bye, or do you want to connect with us and see your money go to smash the devil's head in in this generation? See thousands of people saved. You can call that same number right now, 412-440-1412. Everybody that partners with our ministry at $84 a month, that's something everybody can do. That's 21 a week. I'm going to send you T.L. Osborne's book, Healing the Sick. Plus, I'm going to send you this pack that's all my messages on healing. Got nine seconds. Call right now, 412-440-1412. See you tomorrow.